0: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: Good Saturday. Chilly Saturday morning. Maybe for sure the coldest morning of the early 2022, but uh, maybe the coldest we've had in a couple of years. Pretty nippy out there. It's 28 degrees right here at St. Hubert's Cathedral. Uh, Venice, Louisiana is our warm spot. It's 41 there. Uh, Mobile, it's 32 degrees. Grand Isle reporting 39 Uh, As chilly as you move north, Alexandria's at 27, Shreveport 25, and uh, in Louisiana, the low spot I can find is Monroe. They are at 21 degrees this morning. Lake Charles is 28, Lafayette 27, Baton Rouge 28. Everybody pretty much in the high to mid-20s, and we also have New Orleans at 34 degrees. It's going to be a cold one in the... uh, Minimalist Challenge is going to go on today. The Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club made a tough decision, given these weather conditions, to proceed with it at Minimalist Challenge Tournament. We'll have a live report when we talk to Brendan Bayard, who will be fishing. I don't think he's going to be in the tournament, but he's going to be fishing anyway. And if you're going to be fishing, of course, this deep freeze weekend, uh, even in the southernmost part of the Gulf Coast, we'll check with our field reporters and get some of that information. Try to find a way to put some of the fish in a boat despite how these cold temperatures are. Sometimes it can be to your advantage. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. And by the way, if you did not see the results on the Bayou Wild TV Facebook page, our team enjoyed a great blast and cast trip with Julia Claire Williams, who is Miss Louisiana out at Hackberry Rod and Gun in Cameron Parish, A little later on, we're going to talk to Captain Kirk. We'll kind of review what went on there and also get the latest reports on the Big Lake, Calcasieu area. Boy, the fishing was off the charts over there. and uh, Duck hunting got a little better as this frontal system moved in after we left. We'll tell you all about that. And we'll also tell you when the episode will be coming to a TV, computer, or an iPhone screen near you. This week, uh, Department of Wildlife and Fisheries announced a closure of the Point of Shen Fishing Pier for some repairs. Got a little more on that coming up. I know a lot of you have been asking about that over the week. And for your listening pleasure, I'll have the story of a disarmed bad boy of the outdoors, who if he's convicted, and that's very likely he will be since he admitted guilt, is looking at nearly $6,000 in fines and civil restitution. So here it is, Deep Freeze Weekend is here, looking at your coastal marine forecast there. Even with these cold temperatures, as a small craft advisory up today. I'll tell you what, these are ripe conditions for hypothermia. Be very, very careful if you're out there in the water. Summertime, you get wet, could be funny. This time of the year, deadly serious. So take all the extra precautions. We'll mention some of those to you throughout the morning. Offshore, it looks like three to six foot seas while it's really blowing out there. We've got a north wind, uh, about fifteen, actually twenty to twenty five knots. It'll calm down a little bit tomorrow and uh, blow them more out of the northwest. Uh, 5 to 10 tomorrow, but for today, even on the interior lakes and bays, 15 to 20 knots. going to be choppy conditions out there, extreme cold temperatures. Be very careful if you're headed to the outdoors, and yeah, if you're thinking it might be a little wise to delay your trip a little bit and head over later, I would certainly agree with you. All right, we also got an average tide range of about .8, which is about average anyway. Mississippi River took a jump, 10.7, jumped up several feet, but looks like the tendency now is to fall back down. All right. We welcome your text messages, your fishing reports, your hunting reports, your comments, your questions. Easy to do. Hope by now you've put that number into your phone. It's 504 504- 2601870 comes directly in here to the studio. Tell us who you are, where you are, what you got going on, or ask you a question and give us your reports. All that's coming up. We've got two hours of outdoors to talk about while you head out into the cold before I get out into the cold a little bit later on. We'll be back right after this time out. You're listening to the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: And on this very frigid Saturday morning, let's check in with Robbie Campo down at shell beach at Campos Marine. And Robbie, I hope you got some of that, uh, Arctic cold deer hunting, uh, gear on this morning, man. It's a nippy one out there.
2: Actually, Don, I don't. I'm in a, I'm, I'm, I'm in the office. <laughs> I'm <a dance-up> deer <laughs> <hunting>. <laughs> this is his time to go do his little thing. So I'm stuck in the office. Uh, but um, I tell you, you know, uh, I had a, a ton of phone calls yesterday wondering if this redfish jubilee was going to happen. And, <laughs> I know, uh, you know. Me too. <laughs> and, 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 and well, you know, we talk about this every time it gets cold. We have to have two things that come together. We have to have extremely cold weather, which we do have. And, and the second thing is we have to have extremely low tide. And um, we got the extremely cold. Weather. <laughs> I'm freezing to death, but but we don't. Have the low tide, the water is up pretty good this morning, um, and uh, you know I, I I I just don't see it happening without the two those two factors coming together. Um, but but you never know, Don. It, it could it could you know it might not, but. If you were in a boat today and you wanted to brave it, I guarantee you that in one of those bayous in those like back of Hope Dale, uh I want to say, uh, in a Rosita, let's just say, you know, Rosita Bayer which has turns in it, that's probably, you know, in the twenty twenty something foot range. There's there there's bound to be some uh, some some fish down on those bottoms down there, like redfish or, or sheephead or whatever. But you but again, you got to get in a boat to go travel or go get that and. Um, it's just not the day to do this, man. Um, you know, this is the kind of day you, 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 you clean your tackle box out <laughs> or a, oh, a duck hunt, <laughs> you know, but, 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 you know, get, get stuff or do honey Um, but Hey, look, if today is your day to fish and this is what you want to do, you know, and you're coming down to St. Roy Parish, look, hook the left and come see us. We still got some live shrimp on hand. Um, water temperature i checked it's 53 degrees this morning it didn't really drop you know enough i think that you know we're going to have some live shrimp this morning so um hey come on down and come see us we're going to be here all day
1: you know Robert, you're probably going to be seeing some of those kayakers uh, down there because they got the minimalist challenge and they they thought long and hard during the week and they finally made a decision to go with it you know i guess everybody they planned so far ahead and everybody gets their schedules on it and they hate to cancel it or postpone it to another week, so they decided to go with it, but only thing I can tell those kayakers is be extremely careful out there. This is not the morning to roll a kayak out there. Uh, there's going to be a little bit of wind blowing, you know, kind of stay in close and, you know, get behind some tall reeds or canes and some small ponds and try to put your fish in a boat in that fashion. And uh, uh, so you don't really think that those, uh, the, the canals in Bayou Lutra, the, the the redfish phenomenon is going to happen because you don't have the low enough water yet. There's probably going to be some in there stacked up, but not like when it goes crazy.
2: Uh, well, well, you know, Don, you, usually when this happens, your water temperature is real, you know, is also really cold. Um, and your water temperature is still at 53 degrees. So, uh, you know, it it might ha- they might have some in there but you know, I, I don't think it's gonna be I don't think it's gonna be what everybody was anticipating on happening, but uh hey, look. Again, you know what? I'm here and if you wanna try it, come on down and see us. We got bait, so come on down and get you some and go give it a shot, you know. Uh now we did have some people who fished off the side of the road this uh yesterday, Thursday and Friday that um I did catch some, uh, you know, some bass off the side of the road. So, I mean, there's always, that option. So, you know, but if you're going in a boat, be very careful. And, and yeah, I, I know I got, um, I got some of the guys from this uh, kayak tournament staying, staying over here with us. So, mm-hmm. they are they all gung ho to go. But better be careful today because today is not the day to be kayak. I, can, I can promise you that.
1: You got it. All right, Rob, thanks for the report. We always appreciate it. Take care of yourself, stay warm, and we'll see you next week.
2: All right, Don. Talk to you later, buddy. Bye-bye. All right,
1: this is Robbie Campo, Shell Beach. All right, I got word this week. Uh, some of you have been asking about the fishing pier down on Wonder Lake at Point of Shen Wildlife Management Area. Uh, the piers and the water control structure are doing that, uh, right located on that northeast corner of Wonder Lake Uh, It's by the Wildlife Management Area. It is going to close on Monday due to construction work. They're going to be fixing it up. They anticipate it might take as long as April or longer to get that back up and opened again. So until then... Keep in mind and don't make the trip down there if you were planning on fishing on that pier. Alright, I got some text messages come in. We got the river rat checking in. He says it's cold. <laughs> yes he is. And he's driving the big rig to Montgomery, Alabama. Be careful on the highways there. I don't think there's gonna be any ice on any roads or bridges, but Uh, Certainly, these kind of temperatures you need to be very, very careful. All right, we got another one looking to go fishing after the freezing mornings. Let it thaw out. Hopefully, next week Lafitte is most convenient. But should I go somewhere else looking for trout, reds, and pretty teeth fish? Those sheephead. Uh, Well, you know, if this uh, cold trend continues, uh, that's some pretty good fishing off the side of the road down there by Robbie Campbell. Also, Grand Isle, you can catch some fish off Highway 1 there. All right, we got two Justins checked in back-to-back. Justin in the refuge in Gentilly. The other day he watched two mockingbirds flying around. He said it was a mating ritual. I hope that's a good sign of things to come. Well, it's good for them, if nobody else. Uh, the other Justin is the Justin the Duck guy with the Bayou Region Shooters. He's uh, hosting another concealed carry permit class. Uh, those uh, fill up pretty quick, and sometimes it's hard to get one. If you're interested, I have a number for him, and if you will text me and ask for Justin, the duck guy with Bayou Region Shooters number. I will put you in touch with him. The next class coming up is going to be February 26th, if you're interested in a concealed carry class. All right, we also have the backstrap stacker checking in from Clark County. He's going to go in the woods a little late this morning. The deer have been moving mid-morning up there. And the rut is kicking in, and the big bucks are cruising. Yeah, I saw, I uh, got reports of some really nice deer. This was one of the best weeks uh, so far of the year. For All right, I've got some more texts coming in. If you'd like to shoot us one, it's easy to do. It's 504-260-1870. And we come back after this. If you want to get out and catch some of those green trout, a.k.a. black bass, Jeff Bruhl's got some advice for you. Got some tournaments been taking place, and sometimes if you look at the stringers and the weigh that gives you a little bit of information on how the bite is going in those areas. Jeff will be back to explain more right after this timeout. You're listening to a cold edition of The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network.
3: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?
1: And our Bass and Freshwater Report with Jeff Rule is a presentation of Berkley. Berkley really came up with a great idea. They took the time-tested design of the classic jig and then integrated their proprietary fish-catching power bait technology and created a -a one-of-a-kind line of jigs unlike anything the fishing world has ever seen. The Berkley power bait flavor attracts more fish, keeps them holding on longer, giving you time to set that hook with power bait jigs berkeley's done the science now you get out and catch the fish jeff Rule gives us an update on the bass fishing and jeff it's going to be a cold morning for anybody fishing uh tournaments have been kicking up in the area and uh you use those to measure some of the reports tell us what's going on
4: yeah it kind of gives you a little crystal ball on the, the area you're looking in to fish uh you kind of tell you if you have a lot of five fish stringers come in and tell you, well, you know, they are probably going to catch a lot of fish over there, maybe not, not big ones. And then also sometimes you look and see what the winners are bringing in, the total weight, and that kind of lets you know if the bigger fish, if that population is healthy. So down in the basin, uh, you know, first off, the river stage has stayed under four feet, which is good. And then they had a fisher of men last weekend, and Warren Willie Couch won that with over 19 pounds. But the weights kind of dropped off from there. So you can kind of like your second, third place dropped down to 14 and 12 pounds. So it kind of gave you a clue that there are some big fish in the area, but it's kind of hard to find them. And the weather, like it is this weekend, the temperature drops and stuff, made it really tough for them to uh, bring in a lot of big stringers. So sometimes the conditions dictate what are brought into the scales.
1: Yep. Uh Jeff, as far as uh, the Venice area, why well, aren't there are any tournaments held out of Venice? I mean, it's a great bass fishery, and I can recall years ago they used to have some, but to my knowledge, nobody puts on bass tournaments down that area anymore.
4: There's a few. There's a lot of clubs that will go down there, the United New Orleans area, and there's a few that – but it's mainly because the rivers stay high throughout the year, and it's hard to predict if the river's going to come down enough where you can go catch bass. I mean, you always catch a few bass here and there, but, you know, it really – the tournament guys want to just catch fish while they fish, and It's part of the fun. But uh, with the river being high most of the year, it's just hard to predict when you can have a tournament down there. Even in the fall, sometimes the river doesn't get low enough to even schedule one then.
1: Well, the popular places uh, on that East Pearl River. Tell us about any tournaments and reports over that way.
4: I've seen a few um, postings on some club tournaments and some other tournaments, and about a three-pound average is, doing well in those events, which means, you know, about 12, 14 pounds for a five-fish stringer. And if some of these clubs are dropping the three-fish stringers to kind of help the population, then they get 9, 10 pounds in one of those. So it's looking good for the pearl in that area. There's a lot of fish there, and um, they bring a lot of fish to the scales. Chifuncta is kind of a right on the edge of where they had a hurricane uh, storm this fall, and it took 12 pounds to win a Florida angler. Tournament over there, but again the weights dropped off pretty dramatic. I think seven pounds was in the money, so it just goes to show you that don't expect to catch big weights one area to the next. You have to kind of judge by what the tournaments are doing to gauge what kind of fishing trip you're going to have.
1: Yeah, I just got an update in on the Carnarvon Bass Trail. They're going to be starting back up on. February the 19th, and they're going to hold the team tournaments out of Delacro Corporation, launched there in Braithwaite. And you can sign up the morning of the tournament, and for information on it, go to Carnarvon. And that's not an easy one to spell, but CarnarvonBassTrail.net. Mm-hmm or you can actually look it up on Facebook. So we've got more and more tournaments cranking up. Jeff, uh, somebody going out fishing on a morning like this, uh, certainly you might want to delay your trip till the sun gets up and warms water up a little bit, but what kind of tips have you got for fishing these cold fronts once they come through these kind of hard freezes in a lot of our areas?
4: Uh, the first thing I do is I just downsize. I, instead of going to a 7, 8, 9, 10-inch worm, I just got a little finesse worm, a little 4, or 5-inch worm. Uh, and then you want to just... Hit points and drains, and try to see if you can get some active fish in those areas. And then, if the water drops in the 40s, uh, which is pretty cold for our area, I, I try dead stick and suspending jerk baits, you know, off ledges and points and things like that. And just you're basically just letting it sit there and just moving it every so often, getting it down to a little bit war- warmer temperature in the water. And then the other thing is the bottom fish, because a lot of times the ground stays a constant temperature, and those fish will hug down. Kind of like a pig in the mud, you know, they get down in there to get that constant temperature. And sometimes just a weighted jig off the bottom is sometimes your best bet to catch fish when it's real cold.
1: That's some good tips. Jeff, uh, one last thing. Um, Monitoring water temperature, what does the temperature get down to when it's absolutely impossible to catch a bass? What what temperature do they stop biting altogether? Because they're pretty much a, a hardy cold water fish.
4: Uh, I can tell you those guys up north drill holes in the ice and uh, catch fish, catch <laughs> bass and all kind of fish. So I don't think there's really a temperature where they'd stop. Now, if you keep saying they might kill them down in Louisiana, if you get a probably a temperature where it drops below freezing, you probably would have some fish kills here because they, they're just not used to that kind of drop. I know stuck trout the same way. They, they're in the marsh and temperature gets real low. You'll have a big fish kill with them. But I don't think we're going to get any of that. I think the water temperature's been warm for a while. Unless we get a month of freezing, freezing cold water temperatures, um, I don't think that's going to happen.
1: Yeah, and a lot has to do with how long it stays that cold, too.
0: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medellin is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
1: Jeff, all good stuff, my friend. Thank you. And uh, we'll be looking forward maybe next time we talk. Uh, give us some uh, some good white perch. sockeye reports. And, uh, you know, that should be cranking up real soon in a lot of our areas.
4: Sounds good. I'll go look for a few.
1: All right, hope you find them. Thank you, Jeff. That's Jeff Brule, i pass fish and field reporter. Coming back after this, I'm going to get to some of your text messages and your questions and comments. 504-260-1870 on a cold, chilly morning. What are you doing? How do you stay warm? i got one uh, suggestion that <laughs> I don't like it. I wouldn't do it, but some folks do. We'll be back to talk about it right after this. So you're listening to Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Last week we uh, talked about the Department of Wildlife and Fishery uh, oil spill response team. Well, they're continuing to work on that diesel fuel spill site that took place in St. Bernard Parish. There were about 315,000 gallons of diesel fuel that was released into two ponds, Uh, There was a lot of wildlife, fish, birds, amphibians that were affected. About 169 live animals were captured for rehabilitation. 63 have been put back into the wild, mostly impacting uh, the alligators. They documented that 2,523 fish and 96 animals were killed in the spill. Uh, They're continuing to survey the impacted ponds. They're still collecting any dead fish from those ponds and actually using what they call scare cannons to deter wildlife from getting into that area. I've got a complete list of the rundown, and um, the live animals that were released, you know, most of it was, a lot of it was alligators, 94 of those, 27 birds, 32 snakes, 14 turtles, a frog, and a mammal. A lot of these animals, too, uh, some of these were migratory waterfowl that were caught up in the oil. So if you want to check it out more, uh, go to the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries website. They've got some photographs and some interviews there. It's going to be interesting to see uh, what the lawsuit turns up on the value of all of this, the losses of the resources and the cost of putting together a response team to deal with it should be very interesting. All right, when we come back from this quick pause, just for 10 seconds, we're going to get to some of your text messages on our text board at 504-260-1870. We'll do that right after we let our local stations tell you who they are and where they are along the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And we have Smokey checking in, saying, uh, wishing luck to all the brave kayakers fishing the minimalist challenged is chilly morning. May your stringers be plentiful and your hands not go numb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> got to keep those hands warm, and it's not easy when you're fishing. All right, we've got, uh, let's see, we've got some more coming in. This one is from uh, uh, Huddle. Oh, this is someone that's trying to give us some advice for staying warm. Huddled by the heater with the cat and got my hat on. Uh, I've always found that dogs are much better heaters than cats. <laughs> In fact, you know, the, the, the group Three Dog Night, that, that was a term uh, depending on how cold it was, whether it was a one dog night, a two dog night, or a three dog night. <laughs> I've only got two dogs right now, so if it gets any colder than that, I'm in trouble. But dogs all put out a lot more heat than the cats do. I think they're much better warming partners. Uh, Ed Miller checking in from Wilmer, Alabama, where it is 27 degrees. And we got someone who loves them green trout. Speaking of green trout. Uh, Kim from Thibodeau said he's always wondered why they're called black bass when they are actually green. You know, I've wanted the same thing, Kim, and nobody can explain that to me. All right, our friend uh, with the handle, the worm, he said, the problem with being a worm is his wife doesn't know what end to kiss. <laughs> Not my problem. Not my problem at all. All right, here's one that says, Don, the only thing is the neutra and the muskrat. They have to move in the water to stay warm on a good cold morning. The fur buyers always said, the best furs come from Bayou Liberty. That's from Big Mike on Historic Cold Bayou Liberty, where he's enjoying some fresh eggs and Double D Cajun sausage to stay warm. Well, i got to tell you there's some truth about the uh, furs being some of the best from Louisiana. Back when we actually had a, a fur industry, it's, for all intents and purposes, pretty much gone these days. But the reason I was told that the muskrat's, Uh, The pelts were so much better from Louisiana was because a lot of them were caught in brackish and salt water. The water temperature in salt water, in brackish water, can get lower before it freezes than it can in fresh water so all those freshwater pelts that came from up north weren't quite as thick and as as uh, lush as what we found down here in the south. Because we had lower water temperatures, the the animals had to grow thicker fur to deal with it. So it makes sense to me. But unfortunately, uh, you know, there's still a little trapping goes on, but uh, nowhere near what was once a very, very... Huge industry for Louisiana and this country. All right, we come back after this. We're going to talk to Captain Kirk I 100 ducks with him, and uh, Miss Louisiana, Julia Claire Williams, uh, Martha Spencer, and Chris LeCocque from our Bayou Wild TV team was there. We, got, we we documented it all on video. You'll get to see it on an upcoming episode. We'll talk about shooting pintails and catching stacked-up redfish down in Calcasieu right after this timeout. On the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And if you uh, are not a Facebook fan and maybe you didn't see uh, many of the photographs that we took uh, with our Bayou Wild TV team and Miss Julia Claire Williams, Miss Louisiana, when we visited Hackberry Rod and Gun down in Cameron Parish, Earlier this week for a duck hunt and a also a, a cast and blast, you call it. We've got duck hunting in the morning, red fishing a little bit later on, and, uh, well, we had a great time dining on some of the famous duck dinner that they provide for you. Uh, great breakfast, you name it, it's all good at Hackberry Rod and Gun. And Captain Kirk Stansel, the owner-operator, joins us now. And, Kirk, what are you guys doing on this very chilly morning, man? This is quite different from what we encountered on Tuesday. <laughs>
5: No doubt, we're trying to stay warm. <laughs> That's what we're trying to do, and we're fixing to head out, go try and shoot a duck. And uh, you know, we last. Let me tell you, the the day before you were here, you know, we shot ten ducks. The day after you left, we limited <laughs> right. out pretty early.
1: Right. I mean, y'all, yeah.
5: it was just one of those days,
1: you know. Yeah. It was that day in between the front, and I knew that was going to happen with that that yeah. big cold front coming. But we that's had a great right. time. The girls shot those beautiful pintails, and we had a lot of fun. You tell sixteen different jokes in the blind—that was always entertaining. <laughs> so, and I got to tell you, they they are off the the chart with that fishing trip that the, that Captain Rainey took well, them on. They just great. loaded up on yeah, those Reds. I, I saw the pictures. Y'all had a heck of a day on the water. They described well, it they as they pulling did, up to you. one. You, you, not geez. me. No, that, I was doing some that. work. I stayed back at the fort and let the girls go. And, man, they said they pulled up to where there was a weir that was some water draining out of there, and the redfish was stacked up. From the first cast to the last, it was fish on, and they just had a ball. And some of those fish had some pretty good shoulders on them. They, they gave them a little bit That's of a right. fight. It was. Well, you
5: know, Julia wanted to catch a bull red. I think she accomplished that.
1: She accomplished that, and she also got a trophy pintail, and she's going to get that That's bird right. mounted. And what a pleasure having her there! It was kind of a homecoming for her because she's not she's from around that she's area, from this area. Yeah, and I know her family
5: real well. You know, knew you know growing up, and you know when her mama pulled up, you know it didn't click. And then when her mom pulled up, got out of the car. Well, hell,
1: I know you. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> and we used to be in school together.
5: <laughs> That's right. Yeah.
1: Well, she's a she is a great ambassador for the state of Louisiana in every sense of the word. She really she's is. a beautiful she, girl, she's a nice lady, she, and had a yes, great she time is. with her. Yeah, she's got a great sense of humor, and uh, she, she loves to get out there and enjoy what we do, too, hunting and fishing, and that that always makes it that's good. Right. Well, Well, Kirk, would you say for for hunters, of course, you got ducks going to be in there, you're probably going to do very well, just a matter of staying warm. But as far as the fishing, uh, is that kind of the key is look for those drain areas and catch those fish stacked yes, up, the particularly fish. now that that yeah. temperature's dropping?
5: It's going to be like that for probably the, you know, the, as long as this water temperature stays where it is right now, that's where the fish are going to be, the redfish. Trout going to be tough. And that's a great time of year. We'll get some warmer days where, if you're a Wade a Wade fisherman and want to try and catch a big one, but uh, you know it, it's uh, you're fishing for one or two bites. You're not fishing to load the boat, but you can you can definitely get a trophy that way.
1: Mm-hmm. And I, I guess as long as we keep getting these fronts every few days, the duck hunting's going to continue to be you know not outstanding or tremendous, mm-hmm. but you guys certainly look like you're doing pretty well down there.
5: We, we know yesterday was a pretty slow day for us overall. Uh, it, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, I mean, it was cold, blowing, and uh, you know we saw some ducks, but they didn't want to have anything to do with us. And uh, it's just uh, one of those days. But we got clear skies today. I think it should be better.
1: You got about a point eight uh, foot of tide, tide movement down there. Um, so
5: yeah, yeah, you know, for tides the tide's are low. The marshes are. Yeah, the fish are are definitely out of the marshes right now. That's why they're stacked up in front of those drains because, you know, what little water they have is super cold. So they're moving, and, you know, the bait and everything is going through uh, those those cuts.
1: Well, that was a great trip, a great time. And uh, I tell you, it's got to be rewarding for you to be able to put those kind of trips together and see people leave with big smiles from your place every day. What what a great job
5: you guys. It (laughs) really is, you know. But, but. You know, people ask me, "When are you going to retire?" I say, "Heck, I retired when I was
1: nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in my whole life." <laughs> exactly. Well, you're very fortunate to do it. You've uh, you've, you've had a good run, and you've great, got a great business there, great reputation, and uh, people love to come out there. And if somebody wants to come, let's tell them how to get in touch with you. you. You're on my website if they ain't familiar with that. But if not, tell them about your website and the phone number.
5: Okay, our website's Hackberry Rod and Gun. You spell out and .dot com uh, our number is toll free, 888 762
1: 3391. All right. Sounds good. Now, it's the best place to get a duck dinner, I can tell you that. That recipe that you're Oh, it's fantastic. I, yeah, I can still taste it. I can't wait to come back again. Awesome. Glad you enjoyed <laughs> All it. All right, Captain Kirk, we'll see you next time. Thank you for the report. Okay, thank we'll you for a you, great Doc. trip. Yes, sir. We appreciate it. All right, and I calculate that that episode of Bayou Wild TV where you can see Miss Julia Claire Williams in action. is going to be about the last week in February. We're starting a new season next month. Uh, this week, you're going to get to see what the guy we call the Sheephead Whisperer. Kenny Krieger holds the number two state record speckled trout, but he's better known as a Sheephead Whisperer, and he's on our, our program this week. And then next week, it's the Wicked and Wild Slam. We look for the Kraken in Lake Pontchartrain. Bayou Wild TV, check it out, bayouwildtv.com. Find a station near you, or you can always watch it on YouTube. Coming back after this, Darrell Carpenter joins us, realscreamers.com. Let's see what's happening down in Grand Isle right after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And let's check on the progress down on Grand Isle. We talked to Captain Daryl Carpenter, operates a fishing guide service, realscreamers.com down there. And, uh, Daryl, uh, I believe there were some announcements made about some funding that Grand Isle was going to get. What are some of the plans to put that money to good use to restore the island?
6: Well, Don, uh, you know, everybody's grabbing for it, so We don't really know yet. Uh, of course, they've still got a lot of things to do. They've got to dig the ditches. They've got some dredging work they've got to do all of that's coming about um you know what i'm what i'm hoping you mentioned funding is we've also got uh what in that in that infrastructure bill we've got a lot of money too but a lot of that money now has been dedicated to plugging and abandoning the old rigs and i'm hoping i'm hoping it draws the attentions of bigger organizations like cca and a few others that you know, if they going to go in and plug and abandon these these old platforms, that's fine. But I hope they leave the platform itself. I mean, at this point, we could, at the state of our erosion, we could turn near, have that classified as essential fish habitat. Um, I just, uh, I'm hoping that as this thing, you know, progresses and money gets handed around, they actually leave the shell pads and the standing platforms. I can understand uh, plugging the wells, but... Man, come on, you got to, I mean, in those open bay systems we've got, that uh, that provides a lot of fish habitat for us. That's a lot of our targets in the springtime and during the summer. So, you know, it's kind of moving along. <clears throat> a lot of it's going to private, you know, your private insurance is kicking in. People are starting to rebuild. There's a lot of building and repairing going on, uh, us included. We've turned our attention to our place. So... You know, hopefully, hopefully, like I said, we're still shooting. Well, I've got trips booked Mardi, Mardi Gras week, so like it or not, I'm back in business come Mardi Gras week.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's one way to do it. That's one book the trip, and you got to do it.
6: Yeah, and then, uh, and man, look, last week after we talked, Don, I, I mean, I, you know, we always this time of the year talk about muddy water, muddy water. I have never seen that water clear up. As well as it did behind a bunch of cold fronts, as it did last week. The, of course, after the fronts when the water was low, the side of the road was just amazing. My God, some of the fish that came off the side of Highway One, those trout are stacked up real heavy in those ponds right now. Water was exceptionally clear. Fish were active. We had that temperature rebound uh, in the marsh. It was more redfish. I mean, I. I walked over to my bulkhead one day, and there was probably six redfish in eight inches of water just just patrolling around looking for something to eat. Now, this what I found when I started capping to those redfish is because the water was so low, because the water was so clear, you need to go small. And this was holding true for the trout on the side of the road, too. You need to go small and stealthy on your baits because if you threw anything else anywhere near those fish, it scattered them. They left. they just real spooky. Uh, this week, I think it's going to be a little bit different uh, with these back-to-back fronts and these back-to-back systems we've got coming with no, with very little tide range. That water is going to be real, real low this week, which gives it a better shot of being muddy. So I think your, I think your hold this week is going to be the side of the road. I think that's going to you know, if you've got to get out there in that boat in these cold temperatures, you need to find a deep hole in a canal somewhere because those fish are going to be concentrated there. But, you know, launch it later in the day, con- coordinate your trip with the tide, let the sun come up, warm it up, and wait till you get a little bit of water coming back in. Other than that, man, just park the truck on that gravel on side of the road, and I promise you, you're going to find some trout somewhere. And, Lord, the size of those fish that came out of there this week, it was anything – I mean – measuring fish just didn't exist but there were several two to four pounders came out of those pits side the road
1: yeah it's very popular particularly this time of the year but we want to issue a word of caution you know there's a lot of traffic on that road there's a lot of big trucks going back and forth so be very careful when you're there make sure you park well off the road and particularly if you have any small children you know keep them close Don, to the you good side to that The good side to that right now is there's so much construction going on with them burying new
6: pipeline, new water lines and energy burying those pipelines to run those, those cables in is the majority of that highway now is blocked off to one lane and they're using a pilot car. That's the, that's the, the, the aggravation of doing that is you're not going anywhere over 20 miles an hour down that road.
1: Ah, very good. Very good. Well, there's a benefit to that for sure. And, uh, hope people get down there and take the advice, and sun gets out, you got your vehicle there. If it gets real cold, you can, you know, warm up in there and get back out and get back to fishing. And there's some people that really specialize in that that road fishing down there, and they do very, very well. They, they learn a little bit of the tricks and where the holes are and the tide moving and catching the water when it's moving, and uh, they become very good at it. It's a great resource. Well, Daryl, thanks yes, for the indeed. report. And uh, glad to hear you got the first trip of the year for 2022 on the books. And instead of Mardi Gras and parading, you'll be throwing baits at fish. That's a good thing to do.
6: <laughs> yes, indeed. I just hope the customers are, are capable of doing it. Cause I know they're Mardi Gras at first and they're coming to me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> RealScreamers.com, best way to find him. Thank you, Daryl. Appreciate your reports every week. Stay warm, Don. I'm trying. See you later. Captain Darrell Carpenter. All right, coming back after the top of the hour break, going to tell you about a special broadcast next week. We're going out on the road. We're going to be at Martian Bayou Spring Fling. We'll be part of that, and we'll tell you what's going on. Also, a bad boy whose gun was taken, and it might cost him 6000 bucks for his crimes. We'll tell you about that. Got some more fishing reports in hour number two of The Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network.